0: Today, we are diving into the concept that just might change the way you think about money forever. Have you ever heard of Parkinson's Law? It's typically mentioned in time management, but what if I told you it holds a secret key to unlocking your financial potential? Imagine breaking free from the shackles of debt quicker than you ever thought was possible or maybe watching your savings grow in ways you didn't think you could achieve. Whether you're struggling to save for that dream home, feeling overwhelmed by credit card balances, or just trying to make smarter money moves in your life, today's episode is tailored to you. We'll co- uncover how Parkinson's law affects your wallet and provide practical tips to revolutionize your financial habits. So grab a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is, settle in, and let's start redefining your financial future starting right now welcome to the financial mirror Financial mirror. where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves welcome to the financial mirror and thanks for joining me today as we continue to work to improve the one thing that we can control ourselves Here at the Financial Mirror is not about the numbers and spreadsheets alone, but about transforming and educating you on money so that you can make smarter financial decisions. If this is the first time you are joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave that five-star review and a written comment as both go a long ways in getting this information to more and more listeners. So I want to thank all my new listeners that are out there. You know, we have grown over the past um, past few months. So, you know, it's just pretty, been a really, really uh, big growth for us here at the Financial Mirror. And I, I really appreciate everyone for continuing to come back and tune in to all the new episodes. Today is a little different. Um, this is something that I think many people will get a great message from but it's not like directly tied to finances. It's not directly tied to like, we're going to talk about, you know, how to improve your budgeting. We're not going to talk about investing at all. So this is about a, a little law out there, like, you know, uh, Newton's law, things like that. Like, like this is, this is just one of those things out there and it's called Parkinson's law, right? Parkinson's law. And what Parkinson's law states Is that work expands to fill the time available for its completion, right? So if I wanted to break this down like super super simple, the the before we relate it to finances because that's what we're going to do today, I think the easiest way to describe this is if you if you give yourself a task like I'm going to lose five pounds, right? If you give yourself a goal of I'm going to lose five pounds, and you make that goal end date. A year from now, it's going to take you one year to lose five pounds. If you would have just changed that, that goal end date to six months, it would have taken you six months to lose five pounds, right? The work expands to fill the time available. It goes hand in hand with procrastination. Like you will procrastinate up until that due date right? So if you give yourself uh, six months to lose five pounds, it's going to take you six months. If, take, if you gave yourself three months, it would take you three months, but work will expand to fill the time available for its completion. Right? So I want to, that's, that's something I, you know, this, this law, it, it comes around with like time management a lot when you're thinking about it, because like I said, it goes hand in hand with procrastination. Like you're going to procrastinate up until the due date. What I want to talk about today is that this same law, this same principle, also applies to managing your finances, right? It also applies to managing your finances. So when we go through this today, we're going to hit on a, a many of different things. We're going to talk about how this applies to getting out of debt. We're going to talk about how this applies to saving for a large purchase. Maybe even, you know, speak on a little bit about how this affects investing in your retirement and truly has an impact on, on effective budgeting, right? So, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about exactly how these things align with Parkinson's Law. And if you'll keep that in mind, you can start to utilize that in your favor because you're going to be like, you know what? I know if whatever time I give myself available, work will expand to fill the time available for its completion. So, if you keep that in mind as we're going through all four of these items, that is the principle of what we're going over today. So let's get started and let's jump into the very first one. So as we jump in and we talk about debt, right? The first one I wanted to talk about was Parkinson's Law and getting out of debt. I wanna first say that debt is, is simply put is where money is borrowed from someone else and now it's owed back, right? So when we think about debt and we think about Parkinson's Law, they go like hand in hand when it, when it when you really think about why you can't get out of debt so you, debt is is so impactful is so impactful across the board when you're thinking about people right you think about people and the different impacts that it has whether it be financial stress debt is a constant constant creator of financial stress people worry about it people worry about it. how am i going to ever get my head above water. I feel like I'm drowning. In my budget is just I'm always out of money. That is a huge huge stressor on people's life. That impacts their debt impacts their lifestyle choices. They're unable to make sometimes the best decision for them due to the lack of money. Sometimes there's a better decision and had you had a little more money, you could have made a better decision in that moment, right? Mental health, going back to the financial stress. The stress will lead to mental health, higher higher rates of anxiety, higher rates of depression, and you're constantly, constantly worrying about money. And last, it's broken relationships. Money will absolutely destroy a relationship. It puts strain on personal relationships and family dynamics. Money will create this very, very broken Piece of your life, and it's very hard to put back together. The good part is that Parkinson's law will show us how we can get out of debt. It's not going to show us why we are in debt, but when we think about it and we think about the context of debt and Parkinson's law, remember we 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 the the what we started with was work will expand to fill time available for its completion, right? So when we look at debt tendency to delay payments will result in prolonger debt periods right so I want you to think about it from two ways because you're probably like well what does that mean really well think about it from two ways the first way is one could say you know that they're going to pay an extra hundred dollars per month and get out of debt that sounds great right? But what that doesn't, unless you put a really good debt plan together, you don't know when you're actually going to get out of debt. You don't know what that timeline looks like. So when we bring Parkinson's law into this equation of getting out of debt, it's better to go at it and say, I'm going to pay off my debt in six months, right? Now there's a math equation that happens that says, whatever it takes, like literally whatever it takes to get out of debt in six months, we're going to execute that. And that's how we can use Parkinson's law to do this, right? We really can use Parkinson's law to do this because we're going to say, this is how much extra I have to pay in order to be out of debt in six months versus just saying, oh, I'm going to pay an extra $100 towards my debt every month. We don't know what the end date is. If there's one thing I can tell you about working with clients over the years is the number one thing that helps people be successful when it comes to getting out of debt is knowing where the finish line's at if I told you start running, start running, you know, most people say like, I I hate running, right? So if I told you start running, you're gonna be like, what? I I hate running. But if I start telling you like, hey, just just go get out of debt. But I don't tell you how, how to do it. I don't tell you how long it's going to take you that how long is what really, really drives completion when it comes to getting out of debt. When I work with clients, we build get out of debt plans, they know what that end date is, they know what it is. And I tell them all the time, there, this is the end date. This is the n- n- no greater than whatever this is, you're going to be out of debt. Now, the one good thing is if I told you go run and I said, go run one mile, and I said, the I went on and I continued this story and was like, go run one mile and you never have to run again when you're done. You may go out there, and some people may go out there and say, I'm just going to walk it, right? I'm going to take a nice leisurely stroll and I'm going to finish it. But what if I said, like, you, you're never going to do it again. Maybe you go out there with a little more off and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to spread this thing. This is it. Like when I get past this, I'm done with it. I never have to run again. Right now. I, I, I do not condone not exercising by any means, but what I am saying is that if you can get that, that momentum going, if you can have that end date in mind, you won't let your amount of debt payments extend or prolong the amount of time you're in debt. So, a couple of ways you can do that. I like to I like I'm gonna give an actionable, kind of a couple of actionable steps for each of these uh different parts that we're gonna go through today. A couple of things you can do is obviously look at the snowball, debt snowball, and debt avalanche methods both are great ways to pay off. Uh, as I've talked about in previous episodes, the debt snowball does have a higher success rate for getting out of debt, and that's because of the fact that. You see, you have a couple early short-term wins naturally built into that. And that helps get that momentum started, get that momentum headed in that direction. The other thing you can do is budget, build your budget around that end date, set that end date, figure out how long is it going to take me to get out of debt in this amount of time, whether it be 18 months, 24 months, six months, whatever it is, figure out what that is and build that into your budget right? Budget what it's going to take. So if you figure out it's going to take you $1,000 a month paying towards your debt to get out of debt in six months, budget around that. Don't say how much can I pay toward debt? Say I'm going to pay this much toward debt. And that's another good way that you can go about doing this. And then the final one is go out and find some extra sources of income. Go out and pick up a part-time job. Go out and pick up a little extra gig work or something of that nature and put all that towards your debt repayment that will help you get to where you are uh, completely debt free so I did want to tell you this if you've never listened to it uh, Dave Ramsey has these debt-free screams that he does on on his radio show and it's it's really impactful it really is if you've never heard it you know uh, they are absolutely so impactful and it's impactful for the reason that people will come on there and they will have You know, tremendous amounts of debt. Like it's crazy, but they have they make miraculous changes. And he he asks them questions. You know, like how long did this take? How how much debt did you have? Like what was your your household income? And the numbers just are are ridiculous. Like people are paying off two hundred grand on a fifty thousand dollar income. So when I tell you, I'm telling you that, not to say that that there's people that out there that are, are are better than you or or. What I'm telling you is that ordinary people are doing extraordinary things when it comes to debt and getting out of it because they're not when I tell them go run a mile they're not saying you know what I'm just gonna I'm gonna just walk this thing no they're figuring out ways to to run it they're figuring out ways to sprint this thing and get it over with put this part behind them because I'm telling you what you learn during the getting out of debt period of your life carries into the next phase of wealth building when you get into that 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 part so if you'll put toward the effort put toward the grind, get out of debt, it will pay huge, huge dividends moving forward when it's time to move into the next aspect of your financial journey. So number two is all about Parkinson's Law and saving for large purchases. Now, this does not have to directly relate to just saving toward large purchases as it does to just talking about the challenges of people saving money right? The biggest three challenges that I see when it comes to people struggling with saving money is number one, they're unable to really create a rhythm to be able to start to save. That could mean that they just are, they may save $50 this week. And then four months later, they save $25. And six months later, they save $100 or whatever the case may be. They're unable to get into this steady rhythm of saving. The other thing that really derails people and challenges people when it comes to saving is managing unexpected expenses. They will be doing so good. They'll have that steady rhythm, boom, boom, boom. And then all of a sudden something happens and life is like completely changed. They'll have one little setback and then that one little unexpected expense will derail all of their savings moving forward. I see it time and time again. And then the last one is they're trying to do too many things at once meaning they're trying to build their emergency fund save for retirement get out of debt and save for a home down payment all at the same time right and when it comes to money you're it's very hard to be a jack of all trades especially as you're putting in those initial foundational blocks in your personal finances so how does parkinson's law apply to this well Creating a strict saving timeline encourages discipline, right? Creating a strict saving timeline encourages discipline. if you If you tell yourself, going back to sort of in the debt equation as well, if you tell yourself and let's just say you are saving for a home down payment or or something like that. If you say that I am going to save my twenty percent home down payment, in the next year. That's very, very definitive, right? Now you can take a year and figure out how much you need to save each month to determine if you're going to make it or not. Right. And so people are going to look at me and say, well, you could just say anything, right? You could just say, I'm just going to save all my a, a 20% down payment in the next, you know, two weeks. It's not realistic, right? Going back to smart goals, it's not realistic because if, if you go to my original example, I'm going to lose five pounds in a year or five pounds in six months. You can't say I'm going to lose a five pounds in a day. Like it, you're, if you've struggled, like I'm not saying that's impossible. I'm just saying that if you have struggled with getting your weight under control, losing five pounds in one day and making that miraculous of a difference, you would wonder like, why did you not do this six months ago? Like, why are you just doing that now? If it feels that easy. Why did you? If it's that easy to save 20% down payment, why, why why, are you just now at this point trying to do it now, right? You could have just done it last year if it was that easy. So don't make these unrealistic goals, but come up with something and say, I know for a fact I can do this in one year and I'm going to make sure I do it in one year and you can do it. But applying Parkinson's law and creating that very strict saving timeline will allow for you to get to where you want to be because when we, when we think back to the definition work will expand to feel time available for its completion if you want to drag out how long it takes for you to get your home down payment it's up to you but if you give yourself six months you can do it in six months if that's realistic if you give yourself 18 months you're going to do it in 18 months pick a date and rock and roll right pick a date and move forward and a couple of, there's there's some there's tons of ways, and, and I've talked about you know saving and, and building savings, but a couple of quick wins and easy ways to do this is set a specific savings goal, right? Don't try to save for 15 things at once. Are you saving for a new car? Are you saving for a house? Are you saving for your emergency fund? Pick a goal and stick to it. One goal. Pick one goal. One goal. One goal at a time. Don't do too many things at once. One goal at a time. Break down. The target, whatever it is, is it a ten thousand dollar car. Is it fifty thousand dollars you need for a down payment? Is it thirty thousand dollars you need for a fully funded emergency fund? Pick it out. Break that down into monthly or biweekly or however often you get paid. Break that down into those different saving quotas. Figure that out and and put a plan in place. And and what I mean when I say that, automate it. Automate it to a dedicated account so that you don't sit around thinking like, well, when, like my money, I'm just not hitting my savings goal. Automate that stuff. It makes it so much easier. Take the mind off of it. Get the money out of there. Move it. Once it's gone, you won't think about it. Okay. So that, that's super big. That's super big. When I'm working with clients, the biggest success that I see is when clients break things down to the next step. They're not looking, you know, miles ahead. They're not trying to take on Mount Everest by by looking at the peak. They're taking like what where what's that next step I need to take? What's that next point I need to hit? Right? That's how they win. They win by breaking it down into next steps, not looking at the whole journey. If we'll focus on one step at a time, we will make positive progress. The difference is that so many people they look they look at it as the end goal, like I'm going to be out of debt, but they don't think about it. Like, what's the next account I need to pay off, right? One account at a time, I'm going to pay off one account at a time, and I'm going to make it one payment at a time, right? One, go to the lowest denominator, hit that, and let's rock and roll and move forward. That's how we do this. That is how we do this. And when we can put that type of initiative and that type of plan together, you will be successful. You will be successful. I guarantee it. The next one we're going to look at is all about retirement. The importance of early and consistent retirement planning is going to be crucial. And I mean, crucial to you being successful. Now, Parkinson's law and retirement talks about a delay in starting investments can lead to insufficient retirement funds. So if you, if you say that I'm not, I'm going to start my retirement savings at age 30, you're going to start at 30. If you say I'm going to start at 22, you're going to start at 22. This one's really straightforward, and that's the reason why I said we're not going to get into earlier in the episode. I said we're not going to get super in depth into the investing and to retirement aspect of it, because it's really talking about that we are going to. If you if you wait, if you delay, if you shorten, and say that I'm going to allow this timeline to get my retirement done, you gotta, it's gonna be harder. You've got to put more into it to still try to get it to grow. So this is one that you want to grow. You want to you want to start building early. Uh super, super important. Now, the I'm gonna I'm gonna hit on this one quick because it's not it's not as detailed and as informative when it comes when we're looking at Parkinson's law to talk about when it comes to retirement. But the key points I did want to say was You've got to start small and make manageable manageable investments. This could be $50 a month. This could be $25 a month. I'm not telling you to do anything drastic. What I'm telling you is that you've got to start now to pay yourself in the future. That means that no matter what it is you start with now, you can make gradually increased contributions over time. Okay. Compound interest, long-term benefits of that are phenomenal. So start now with something small and manageable. I can't say that I think small and manageable when we think about the starting retirement early is the best advice I can give. And I don't care how old you are, start right now. If you're if you're not at a retirement age, uh, if you're at a retirement age, you could you should really consider talking with a financial advisor. Um, if you are struggling with, uh, steady income, right. If you're, if you have, uh, pensions or retirement plans, that's less of a a social security, things like that. Let those are, those are consistent payments, but if you're struggling in terms of like trying to pull out money from investments or things of that nature, talk with financial advisor and and get those things worked out. But if you're not, if you're in your thirties, if you're in your twenties, if you're in your forties, start with a small manageable investment and gradually increase that over time. Compound interest will be in your favor. It will grow. You will make success. Now, I did want to hit you up with this quote because I think it's the best, best quote for what we're talking about when it comes to retirement and investing and starting early. And a delay in starting can lead to insufficient retirement funds, things like that. The quote is the best time to start saving for retirement is yesterday. The second best time is today. So choose today. You missed yesterday if you didn't do it yesterday. Maybe I just caught you at the right day and you're like, look at me, man. I, I just started yesterday. That was the best time to start. Well, I could yesterday it would have been, you know, yesterday. <laughs> so, anyways, make sure that you're starting that. Make sure that you start with something small and manageable because the whole goal here is that you don't give up on this. Uh, I've done these in order that you should first be paying off debt. You should second be building that that emergency fund. Uh, And then third, you should be investing in retirement. So these, those three are kind of in order. Uh, But the biggest thing here is to keep in mind that the number one thing you can do is start now, start small, start manageable and gradually increase that. Okay. It's the number one thing you can do. So that's number three. So let's jump into number four and hit this last one up to talk about Parkinson's law and how it's gonna help you improve your personal finances. Last but certainly not least, Parkinson's Law with Budgeting Effectively. The critical role of budgeting is personally trying to create some financial stability in your life, right? Statistics show that budgets create better and more financially well-off people, right? People that budget are better off financially, And when we look at Parkinson's law and how that implies to budgeting, it talks about preventing expense expansion to match income, right? Because this whole idea, think about like lifestyle creep. Think about when you think about lifestyle creep, and I've done episodes on lifestyle creep, but talking about how your your expenses will match your income and grow to match your income. Well, that's how we can think about Parkinson's law in budgeting. We got to prevent the expense expansion. To match income. So if you continuously, if you earn more money in like, think about just I just want you to think about this for a second. Think about this. Think about that you you've gotten many raises in your life, potentially. And if you're younger, you will get many raises in your life. And here's an opportunity for you to get ahead of those. Many people have gotten many raises, and it's like very short lived, soon with like weeks, maybe a few months, where it actually feels like you got a raise after a few weeks, maybe a month or two, you, you tend to start to feel like you did right before the raise, right? You start to feel like you're in that same position and you haven't actually got ahead in anything. Well, what's happened is lifestyle creep, expense expansion, one however you want to call it, your expenses are starting to match that new income. And now you have a problem because now you've got to start cutting expenses. Had you just stayed where you were, life would have been better. But the thing about it is, is that you, this is the one thing, the one thing that debt, there's some emotions, there's some numbers, there's very, very long. It takes time to get out of debt. Investing in retirement, not going to see this tomorrow, not going to see this next week. It takes time to see compound interest start to, to build and keep up and, 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 and saving, saving for emergency funds and saving for the, the large purchases, it takes time to see those start to come to fruition. Let me tell you, this one right here, budgeting effectively, preventing expansion uh, expense expansion to match your income, thinking about Parkinson's Law about this one, happens instantly. Change, look at your budget, make it effective, budget how much. You, you're in look at your income, budget your expenses to match your income, right to to be uh, less than your income and, and then be able to save and invest the rest. you will instantly see change in your life. You'll feel change, you'll feel relief. you'll feel this like sense of like pressure come off of you because you have gone in, look at your income, figured out what your expenses can be and start making positive improvements. The great thing about this is you don't have to do it like big drastic changes at once. Cut $50 here, $100 here. Over time, you will start to feel that pressure relieved. Now, the good part is if you want to go cold turkey and say, you know what? I'm just spending way too much on Amazon and I'm just going to, you know, make myself a budget of $50 a month for Amazon. Do it. Do it. Like you have that option. Have the willpower, have the option. You can do it. So I tell you that, that this is one that does not take long to implement. It doesn't take long to make positive progress on just go out and do it, make, make some decisions and start to budget effectively. What does that mean? Well, a, you need a, some, some effective tips to do that. Categorize your expenses. Uh, I love to look at them and say needs and wants. Like those are always a good thing because once I identify those wants, those are the ones that I hit first, Right. Those are the ones that I start to cut first. try to start to cut those back. If they're a want start to cut those back because that's, those are discretionary expenses and they could technically all go away. Does that feel good? Well, of course not. Of course not, but they could, and you would still be able to live, right? Because you have all your needs in place, set spending limits in each category. This is super simple. Uh, went over some budgeting applications, um, last week. So go check those out. They did talk about being able to to set up categories and things of that nature. So go check that video out. If you want to check out a couple of the budgeting applications that are out there, review and adjust your budget regularly is very, very important. People think that you can just set a budget at the end of the month and then go look at at the end and it's worthless. I'm telling you, it's worthless. The whole goal is that you're able to see these things creeping in that expense expansion starting to happen And you'll be able to stop it in its tracks. That's the goal. If you look at the budget at the beginning and at the end of the month, it's absolutely worthless. So check it out. Go look at the the last week's episode. Go take a peek at how you can start to make a difference in your budget and you will be on your way. Um, Like I said, look at last week's episode. If you want to check out the top four budgeting applications that I did a review of, it's a great place to start. Now, I hope you see that Parkinson's law is not just about time management. It's not just about time management. You know, like we talked about at the beginning that Parkinson's law is work expanding to fill the time available for its completion. And I hope you see how this directly ties to your finances. If you will put in dates, if you will put timelines that are very specific, reasonable and achievable, um, you will hit those timelines, you will mentally hit those timelines. And if you don't, you will feel a certain way about it. If you don't, you will feel a certain way about it. And, and it's much harder to continue to feel like a failure, right? And I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm saying that in a truthful way. There's studies out there that show that people that write down their goals are more likely to achieve them. And the, the studies, the, the reason for that, and when you look at those studies, is that people that write them down, they become real. People that write things down, it becomes real. When it's just in your head, you can be like, well, I didn't really mean that. Like, I meant like this. And you can change the whole goal right there in your brain, and you'll believe it. You'll believe it. You can convince yourself of anything and be right to you. Doesn't mean that you're right. So what I'm saying is write these things down, write down, I'm going to get out of debt in eight months and then go do it. Figure out what that takes and execute. I'm going to save my fully funded emergency fund in the next six months and then go do it. Figure out what that looks like and go do it. But that's what I wanted to talk about today. That's what I wanted to leave you with because it's so, so very important that we get our hands wrapped around what this is. That Parkinson's law says that it, whatever we're trying to accomplish, we will accomplish it in the timeline that we give ourselves. If you don't put a timeline on it, well, guess when you should expect to finish it? Never. Never. You're not going to finish it. Right? Until the day comes that you put a timeline on it, you're not going to finish it. Your work will expand to the timeline that you provided, right? And that goes into everything, not not just money. That's everything. It's every part of your life. So I hope that you enjoyed that. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. It truly, truly is a very, very impactful uh, concept. If you just apply it to your life, when it comes to time management, when it comes to money, when it comes to anything, just start keeping that in mind. Let that be that thought that, that you know, that angel and devil on your shoulders that says that, This is this, whatever this is that I'm talking about, this is going to expand to the timeline that I allow for it. If you say, I'm going to clean out my email inbox because I know I need to, and I'm going to do that in the first two hours of my workday, it will get done. It will get done. And if it doesn't, you will intentionally feel like you failed and that's okay because that is the type of motivation you need to keep going. So hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you do want to take control of your finances and ensure you're on the right path toward your financial goals, head over to thefinancialmirror.org, hit book now in the middle of the screen and schedule your free consultation today. If you do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. Always new stuff coming out in the sh- in the shop. So just continue to check into it until you find something that you like, pick you up something, All the proceeds go back to the stream. Just need to help improve this. Truly appreciate everyone tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share this episode. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, thank you. And Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review and a written comment as both go a long way in getting this information out to more and more listeners. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a little bit something about Parkinson's law until next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's financial mirror. Join us next week. As we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned, regardless of your platform, Help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.